Hello, good day everyone. Thank you for joining us again on, on our usual podcast as we through the book of Revelations. Uh, let's just quickly say a word of prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this time again to learn at your feet. We ask that you open our eyes to the mysteries behind these letters in the name of Jesus. And you grant us uh, retentive memories, quick memories, and understanding in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name of pray. Amen. So here we are starting with the um, seven seals uh, that John uh, prophesied, wrote about, and prophesied about. Um, uh, I can, I should beg your pardon that uh, today's lesson is likely going to take more than 30 minutes because of what we need. To, I want us to finish this whole chapter. So please, I beg your pardon, uh, bear with us. Uh, so we'll quickly go straight into Revelations uh, chapter 6, verse 1. And I watched the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the living creatures say in a voice like a thunder, Come! Okay, so we'll talk about the seven seals. Um, the architecture of, of the book of Revelation, I, I will really need to uh, explain this, especially from this point forward. You know, previous lessons we've said that it's divided broadly into three parts. The things that had happened, that's Jesus uh, uh, in, in his glory. Things that were happening during John's days, uh, and that's the letters to the seven churches, and things that will happen after, and that is what we believe that will happen at the end time. So this end time uh, is divided, into, subdivided into several places, but when we're talking about, the, there are four major um, um, how do I call it now? Qualities or, or things or openings, let me use that word, four major openings. Uh, we have the seven seals, seven trumpets, uh, seven lightnings, and seven bowls of God's wrath. Uh, something about the seven lightnings, I wish we'll get there in, I think, it's the next one or two chapters. Uh, John understood what the seven lightnings were saying, but the angel forbade him from writing it, which means. The things are going to happen at the end time that probably God is just using that as a surprise to the world and people are not going to get it yet. But uh, another thing I, I see in things like that is that uh, when, if God wants us to know something, he will reveal it to us. So you can see people, people can come and start suggesting what these are what the lightning means and things like that. If God could have forbidden John from writing it, which means it's none of our business. So let's move on. So the seven seals are divided, and this is a, this is a pattern among the seven seals, the seven trumpets, and the seven bowls. Uh, the first six seals are explained back to back. Between the six, seal six and seal seven, there is a break or a change of topic, a parenthesis, um, and then after that, this, we start explaining, uh, talking about the seal seven. When we're talking about the trumpet as well, it comes like that same model. We have trumpets one to six. After the sixth trumpet, there's a change of subjects, a change of topic. Then we talk about trumpet seven. The same thing with the bowls of God's wrath. So please keep um, keep uh, these in mind. Uh, so let's go. So the first one, uh, bowl one to six now. So, uh, the, the angel has called John. So, verse 2, chapter 6, verse 2, Revelations. I looked and before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow and it was given a crown. And he rode out, uh, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. So, seal 1 was a white horse uh, and he went conquering. And the rider conquered. Um, 
we'll come back to this because we wonder if this is happening. The White Horse is a conqueror. Uh, some people believe that uh, that chapter one, I mean verse one, chapter six, verse one, that is saying John should come up either is representing that the church has been raptured and we are seeing what is happening on the earth. Uh, that is what we call the, the, the pre-tribulation uh, schools of thought. The post-tribulation actually believe that um, some of these seals will be opened while we're still on earth before rapture. And when we get to like seal 6, probably uh, because that's going to require a lot of explanation and cross-referencing back um, to the book of Matthew, uh, some people believe that that is where actually a rapture will take place. Uh, I'm of the, uh, that, that, that's what we call the post-tribulation Christians. I'm of the uh, post-tribulation school of thought uh, because that's what the Bible says actually. So, and if you look at Seal 1 for instance, uh, uh, it was given to be war, I mean, is a conqueror and sword was given to him, bow was given to him to conquer. And if you look at that, that has been happening in this in our time. It's been happening, he held a bow and a crown and he rode as a conqueror. Now look at it, a bow without an arrow. So it's going to be a, a diplomatic kind of a, um, um, a conqueror. But let's go ahead. Verse 3 now, Revelation 6, 3 to 4. When the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, and a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. Okay. These events are actually really happening because look at the mission of the Red Horse. People to kill each other. Is it happening now or not? People just invent uh, a weapon of mass destruction. People just kill. People rejoice at killing each other. Forget the uh, ISIS or Boko Haram around. But let's even look at governments and wars and diplomatic relationships. People really enjoy killing each other uh, these days. Verse 5. When the Lamb opened the third seal, so let's go at uh, seal 3. I heard the living creature say, Come. And I looked, and before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hands. Then I heard what sounded like the voice of men, like the voice among the four living creatures saying, Two pounds of wheat for a day's wage, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages. And do not damage the oil and the wine. Okay, if you look at the. Let me read this. Uh, third seal. The third seal, um, the rider was a black horse. There was a, bl a black horse that opened in the third seal. Let's read another, in verse 6, another translation. I heard what sounded like a voice uh, from somewhere among the four living creatures. It said, A liter of wheat will cost you a whole day's wage. Three liters of barley will cost you a day's wage too. Don't ruin the olive oil and the wine. What is this saying? Economic meltdown, recession cost of goods these are already happening these are, we've had recessions we've had things are getting worse economy world economy is getting bad worse and worse by the day so which means it will keep getting worse the politicians may keep promising us heaven and earth but the bible says it's going to keep getting worse and it will get worse so probably co3 has even been opened let's look at co2 that people just rejoice are killing each other. These things seem to have been opened for a long time. Okay, let's go ahead. Verse 7 and 8. When the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature said, Come out. Then I saw a pale green horse. 
its rider was named Death, and Death's kingdom followed close by, close behind. They were given power over one fourth of the earth, the, and they could kill its people with swords, famines, diseases, and wild animals. So four is a pale green horse. Now, if you look at majority, let me say a huge majority of all Muslim countries have pale green in their either in their flags or in their coat of arms or something that represent them. Um, a, some research researchers um, made us to know that the reason why they do that is uh, Prophet Muhammad. Um, it was uh, pale green was his was his best color. So. Um, this country just uh, adopted that color, pledging allegiance to Prophet Muhammad. And if you look at this, uh, the Islamic terrorists have been killing people. The Bible says about this pale green horse, his name was Death. And Death's kingdom followed close behind. And he had power over a quarter of the earth, one-fourth of the earth population he had power over that he could kill them with swords and famines and diseases and with wild animals this is happening and this is god saying it will happen this is not this is not one uh, uh, um, islamization agenda like they say commonly say uh, in in this part of the world and and you, you just find so, a lot of things that these things are really, 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 really happening. Okay, let's go ahead. Um, seal 5. Seal 5. Okay, let me just read that verse 9. And, uh, and when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altars of the soul, under the altar, the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimonies which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Oh, how long, O Lord, holy and through, dost thou judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on earth? And white robes were given unto one of, every one of them, and he said unto them, They should rest a little while unto their fellow servants and their brethren that should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. So, seal 5, he saw the souls of those who were killed for the sake, for the sake of the gospel, the martyrs, and they were, they, were, they were asking God, Lord, when will you avenge our death? And what did the angel, what did heaven tell them? They should wait till their fellow servants have been killed. Which means this will keep happening till it is it is almost like do we really, really, really understand what is happening here? So the killing is actually Bible says we should rejoice at, 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 at persecution. But these things will keep happening. It is part of the end time agenda. So, let's continue. Welcome back. Um, verse 12 and the seal 6. And I beheld, 
when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell onto the earth, even as a fig tree cast her untimely figs, when she is shaken by a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and the island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth and great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the den and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that seated on the throne, from the wrath of the Lamb, and from the great day of his wrath. And who shall be able to stand? Okay, that's, that's all about cell six. So let's do it one by one. Cell six is the most significant um, of all this, uh, in my own opinion, uh, because Jesus himself corroborated everything um, that happened in this whole in this whole uh, seal in the sixth uh, seal here and we'll compare let's just look at Matthew because of time look at Matthew 24 21 to 29 Matthew 24 21 to 29. So the CLC is talking about um, cosmic, uh, cosmic uh, disturbances, earthquakes, this and that. So let's look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24. Um, okay, maybe I should read from the beginning. It's a, it's a lovely, uh, it's a long read, but let me just read from the beginning. Now, from this verse 3. Now, as he sat on Mount Olives, Matthew 24 verse 3, as he sat on Mount Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of this age? Now, this is a private conversation between Jesus and his disciples. So, so let's look at it. And he said unto them, Take heed, so that no man deceives you. For many will come in my name, that I am Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of words and rumors of words. And see that you are not troubled. For these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. If you look at seal 2, seal 1, seal 2, uh, even seal 4, it's talking about wars, rumors of war, people killing each other. It said these things must happen, but the end is not yet. Verse 7 now, 24-7, Matthew. For nations will rise against nation kingdom against kingdom and there shall be famines pestilences earthquakes in various places now the bible says about the pale green horse when we're reading revelation chapter 6 pale green horse will kill people with sword with famines with diseases jesus is corroborating this again all these verse 8 now matthew 24 8 all these are the beginning of sorrows they will divide you they, they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Are nations not hating Christ, the Christian faith now? It is already happening for my name's sake. Go ahead, uh, verse 24, Matthew 24, I mean, Matthew 24, verse 10 now, verse 10. 
and many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will wax cold. <laughs> it's already happening. And But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the earth as a witness to all nations, then the end will come. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, Daniel spoke, spoken of by Daniel, the prophet, standing in the holy place. Whoever reads, let him understand. Let, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. For then there will be great tribulations such as are not seen in the beginning of the world or this time. No, nor ever shall be. Okay, the abomination that causes desolation. Uh, it's a long read because we have to go back to Daniel, but I'll just paraphrase. Um, there was a, Daniel was, was talking about, God showed Daniel what's going to happen to Israel um, at the time of the captivity, or, or where they were in captivity in Babylon and uh, subsequent, and he also showed Daniel what's going to happen to Israel at the end time after rapture. Now, there is a man. Scholars believe that there was a there was a ruler uh, who came from the Greek uh, Empire uh, who was who was a prototype of Antichrist, if you if you may. At that time, he he made sure that the Israelites are no longer um, worshiping Yahweh. He killed their their. Um, he killed the high priest, appointed his own high priest. He stopped um, um, sacrifices at the temple. He, he will kill swine. They will kill swine, um, pigs, at the, at the altar in the Holy of Holies. That people will be, wow. He, he made sure that everything, everything that, were, that was happening in the in the days of uh, uh, in the days of in the days of the Israelites at that time everything Yahweh asked them to do he was not doing they were not doing he made sure that he, he made sure they, they were not doing it anybody that wants to worship um, or, or make sacrifices he will kill them he will force he forced them to eat um, um, swine everything that is abominable unto them and. Israelites expect the Jews expected that when he comes he enters the temple he was going to Ah, he enters the Holy of Holies, he will die, he will die because, of course, when the, the high priest, when the, he enters the, the Holy of Holies and there's sin in his hand, he's going to die. And they just see this guy enter the temple and not die. So, they were like, there's going to be like, whoa, that is the abomination, abomination that causes desolation. Now, the issue is going to repeat itself at the end time. Scholars believe that the Antichrist is going to be the world leader. He's not going to come as an Antichrist, actually. He's going to be a world leader who will actually go into the temple, who will first uh, make a treaty with um, um, the nation of Israel, a peace treaty, and he's going to break it um, uh, midway through. Uh, we'll look at uh, Daniel 68, uh, uh, 70, 70 weeks of Daniel later. If, if we have the time, we'll, we'll quickly go into that on one of the chapters. But they believe that it's going gonna, it's gonna, to um, 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 break that treaty halfway. That's after three and a half years. Then the remaining three and a half years, um, the point where it's going to break that treaty, a lot of people believe that it's going to get into the temple and declare himself God or declare himself Yahweh or will stop the sacrifices in the temple. And that is when Israel will turn against him. 
So that's what that's what's going to happen um, at that time, and that is the abomination that causes desolation. Um, that the Bible is talking here, that the Bible is talking about here. So let's now read on. That's abomination that causes desolation. So these things are now going to be happening. He said there's going to be great tribulation. So after the three and a half years, Daniel uh, spoke about uh, the, the treaty being broken after three and a half years. After these three and a half years, there's going to be great tribulation. So the seven year period of the reign of the Antichrist is divided into half, into two. The tribulation period, there's the first three and a half years, and the great tribulation period. So the pre-trib uh, pre-tribulation schools of thought believe that the rapture will happen before the seven-year period. The post-tribulation um, uh, school of thought believe that the rapture will happen around the half, the three and a half, after three and a half years, uh, because three and a half years will be of diplomacy. Um, it is after when the abomination that causes the desolation happens. After those three and a half years, these cosmic disturbances that will happen. That is when rapture will take place. But let's look at what Jesus himself said. So he's talking about the great tribulation. And verse 22 of Matthew chapter 24, verse 22 now. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh will be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive people. If possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Verse 26. Therefore, if they say to you, look, is in the desert, do not go out. Look, is in the inner room, do not believe it. For as lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will, gather, will be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. This is still 6. In Revelation chapter 6 verse 12, that, is, that Jesus is explaining here in Matthew 24, 29. After the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven. Three things. Read, go back to Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. The sun, let's, go, let's go there. Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. And, be, and I beheld when he had opened the sixth year, and so, lo, there was a great earthquake. The sun became dark as sackcloth of the air, number one. The moon became as blood, number two. The stars of heaven fell onto the earth, number three. Let's go back to Matthew 24, 29. The sun will be darkened, number one. The moon will not give its light, number two. The stars in heaven will fall from the stars will fall from heaven, number three. And the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the verse 30. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn, for they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. Coming on the cloud of heaven with power and great glory. So this is the coming of this is the appearance set forth as lightning flashes from the east to the west. It's going to be sudden. That is rapture. That is not when Jesus comes down uh, on earth for the for the for the millennial reign. That is rapture. So the sixth seal is talking about cosmic disturbances, things that will happen on earth at that time, com- confirmed by Jesus. He talked about famine, uh, economic meltdown as beginning of sorrows. That is not the end. It's just the beginning. 
and the one verse 14 of, of Matthew 24, one of the one of the qualities of that end time is this gospel of the kingdom will be preached all over the world as a witness to all nations. A lot of people have argued that this is actually talking about global TV coverage. We'll see in other in a few, a few chapters to come another confirmation of that TV is actually going to go all over the world. So this is this is the, the, the rapture will occur after the gospel has been preached all over the world, and the signs after the gospel has been preached all over the world, the signs that will make the of the rapture that Jesus talked about in in Matthew twenty four is the same thing as seal number six. So that is why I personally hold um, the belief that the rapture I mean rapture will happen um, three years. Now, three and a half years into the tribulation, uh, because the tribulation has already started, wars, rumors of war, diplomacy, uh, people killing each other, and, uh, and all those things. So, that is um, the end of chapter 6, uh, Matthew chapter 6. So, rapture can actually happen any moment from now, because if you look at seals 1 to 4, it, 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 one can actually say that those first four seals have been opened already. Rapture may happen anytime. Whether it's in, in between the three and a half years or before three and a half years, the most important thing is for you to be ready, for you, for me to be ready, for you to be ready. And look at it. The, all these things you've been looking at, there had not been mention of 666. In fact, you will see that the 666 is just mentioned in one verse of the whole 22 chapters. And a lot of people have, have put so much um, so much uh, emphasis on, on this minor. The, you, you will later see that the person, the actor in the whole book of Revelation is God, not the Antichrist, not the devil. It is God that is putting his judgment on the earth. So let's be careful about the teachings and the, and the, and the, and the, and the things we read and the movies. Actually, the movies have turned, they've made the Antichrist so powerful that you think that it's all about the Antichrist. No, sir. No, ma. It's all about God. And God is trying to point our attention back to him. Back to the things that will happen. Back to worshipping and fearing him. This is all about God. Not all about one antichrist or one world ruler or the other. Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? That's one of the songs that um, that's, that's really, really um, trails me. It's an old song. Say, will you be ready when the Lord shall come? Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord shall come. I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord shall come. That'll be all for today, brethren. Just think about these things and make sure you're ready because the trumpet can actually sound any moment from now. God bless you. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's just say closing prayer. Father, we thank you for what you've allowed us to learn today. We thank you for the little we've been able to do. Father, we ask, Lord, that you expand this in our hearts, in our in our minds, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you make us ready, Lord, for your coming in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. If you have questions, please, uh, you can either send me a voice note on this podcast or um, follow me across all social media platforms. 
at Tolu Dada on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The same handle at Tolu Dada. Uh, for some of you sending me friend requests on Facebook, I've passed the 5,000 limit, so you can like my page instead. I have a Tolu Dada page. That's um, it's on Facebook. Just follow, uh, like me, like my page, and you can also get some updates on that. God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, see you next time. Bye.